When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And right now, Thomas Hearns is an open book for Ray Leonard. Backs up against the ropes. This is one of the most unusual calls by a referee in the history of the sport. The first loss. A tremendous victory. Leonard fighting off the ropes. It happened. It happened. Number cut by Douglas. Down goes Tyson. Hopes in right hand shot. Excellent. Knocks out by Tyson. guys, it's been an absolute wonderful 12 months of producing some of the greatest podcast episodes that we've ever done, on some of the greatest fights that you've probably ever seen, and we've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, and this is just a little wrap-up episode really for the subscribers and the listeners to the podcast to really get a more in-depth inside information on how we all, how we do it all how do we do everything that we do how do we get the time to do it all how do we pick the fights you know all that type of stuff we're going to lay it all on the line for this wrap-up episode and just talk about our favorite moments favorite fights of the episode that we've really covered and some of the most notable moments funny things that have happened during the the course of the past 12 months and i think to start it off i just want to put a bit of context to where it all came from before Johnston comes in and gives his initial thoughts on this wrap-up episode. Now, for me, I I started this Legendary Nights, I think it was the back end of 2018, and at the time, it was Geordie Neald who was doing the podcast with me. You probably remember, if you've been a long-time listener, Geordie was on the podcast, and I had this idea of looking at something different for the podcast in general, which was under the one... podcast feed at the time now i've always enjoyed watching fights as like many boxing fans we've always enjoyed watching all these big fights over the years and i really enjoyed the legendary night series that hbo did back in 2002 2003 and i've not seen anything like it since then and i felt like whilst we're doing boxing podcasts maybe we should do something like that and do an individual series that will bring us some of these greatest fights and go through the fights break them down again and talk about them and the the magnitude of them and and the impact they all had and it's been 
fantastic really because it's evolved from what it initially was to then around about march april 2019 obviously johnston i met you via social media via some of the articles that you were doing and you was listening to the podcast at the time and it, it on its own feed and then i started to realize that actually you were really really good and charismatic at what you were doing and i thought maybe i'll bring you on as a guest and I've never really looked back from that moment because the chemistry that we've been able to get together throughout the Legendary Next series and all our other stuff that we do has really brought the series on from what it was initially. We were just doing a 45-minute episode and it wasn't really going into the detail it goes into now. And I think that's kind of where you've brought your own spin on things and your own stamp on, on the Legendary Night series. When you first when you first got involved with the Legendary Night series, did you ever envisage that this was gonna go where it's gone to? No, I didn't. You know, as you say, I was I was uh, producing articles for, for Billy C Boxing over in America, um which I haven't done too often. I'm sort of still on there to do I haven't done it for the best part of a year for a good reason because um this is taken over because it's been so much fun for me and and it's funny, isn't it, how it worked out? I think it was. It was Frotch Gross 1. That was the the initial one um, that, that started it all off. And then from there, as you say, it's just developed into this, into something just, it's just it's just really fun to do. To be able to sit down and watch a fight is brilliant. And I've always enjoyed watching fights. But I think we've taken it on another level in terms of where we will dig into their careers. Obviously, not don't go too far into it, hence why the career profiles have come into play. But because we wanted to go into an actual uh, a profile of a fighter, but the significance of a fight, the build up to it, the funny events that surround it, the build up to their careers and how they met, I think that just really intrigues me to see how two guys finally meet in the ring and how they produce this magic that we we uh, love to describe to the listeners and. You know, it, we love boxing. Um, you know, sometimes boxing as it is today can be quite tiring and irritating. Um, so it's it's quite nice to take yourself away and go back 50 years or 30 years or whatever it is to look back on fights before we was even born. But, uh, you know, that was just, it was great that you asked me on. We, I thought it would be just the one-off. And I, as you say, I think the chemistry between us, I think we've got a good chemistry and I think, that shines through when you listen and our passion comes through as well, which is, you know, you, there are so many other podcasts out there that do certain things, but, you know, these guys have been in, in the business for a long time and they've got great insight into some of these fighters and fights, whereas we haven't necessarily. We live through it like we do as a viewer, like a lot of us do. We all watch fights and have our own opinions on it. We try to be, we don't try to, you know, we don't want to be biased or, side of certain fires, certain fires irritate but these fights are just fantastic to look back on and read articles, watch footage. Yeah, it's just been great fun, Sean, it really has. And, and you know, on 30 episodes, I, I never thought when we'd done Frotch Groves 1 that uh, we would be doing our 30th, 30th episode this week. It's, it's, it's incredible. I think the reason we've done so many episodes over the course of a year is, is for the sole fact is that the demand has been there. Now, Originally, the other miniseries that we were covering were only through the one main podcast feed, which is BTR Boxing Podcast, where we were doing everything through. And I think eventually it was getting to the point where it was becoming so popular on its own, Legendary Nights, that it felt like it could go on its own. For me, I know we had a chat about this and the listeners won't know about it, but this is where we get to tell you about it. We, we really enjoyed it and we were thinking, you know, the numbers are doing really well. 
we're doing some really good numbers on these particular episodes of, of the feed. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm pretty sure if we put this on its own, it'd actually it'd go flying because of the fact that maybe not everybody wants to listen to fight previews and reviews of, of recent boxing. Maybe people just want to specifically listen to a podcast which produces episodes which I've got some amazing fights on. And the format on which we've developed over the period of time we've been doing it has gone from strength to strength. Obviously, when it first started, as you rightly said, it was more about just sort of putting the fight into perspective for people. But now we're going to that much research into it now that we get all these stories that maybe people have never even heard. We've never heard half of the stories. So it's amazing to us when we get these stories that come out of the back of autobiographies or off the back of looking at research on, on very, very well-established articles that have been put out there in the past and we get all that material together and we put it together in a way which gives people a story it's a storytelling podcast it's a documentary based podcast we're giving people an opportunity to feel like they're going through this all over again whether they've watched the fight or whether they've not watched the fight even new listeners to the podcast who have maybe even never watched the fight will comment to us and say you know what i'm going to go and watch the fight and that's kind of the desired effect we want off the back of it. We want people to leave the episode thinking, you know what, that was absolutely brilliant. I'm going to go and watch that fight or that series of fights now. And and that's, for me personally, that's what I get a bit of a thrill out of. I get a thrill out of the fact that people have sat and spent an hour of their time or an hour and 20 or whatever it is and listened to the episode and, and actually really enjoyed the stories and really enjoyed the storytelling aspects of it and been able to go, go away and think, you know what, I've really enjoyed listening to these lads and I'm going to go and watch these fights myself. And that's where all the, the nice comments on Twitter come from and the, the following on Twitter as well and obviously the, the, the Apple ratings and the fact that Legendary Nights on its own now is, is charting as well and the fact that we've been able to go from it just being on one feed to it being on its own individual feed doing really good numbers and getting on podcast charts across the world it just goes to show you that we was right in making that decision and taking the risk to put it on its own and I hope that for the guys that are listening for you guys that are the viewers to, to this podcast that you've really really thoroughly enjoyed what we've done and we've not really had any negative feedback and that sometimes can be quite worrying because you want constructive feedback from people don't you You want people to say oh you could do this a little bit better you could do that a little bit better and to be honest with you we've not had anything really that's been negative i think the only thing that's that's come back uh, that's been only slightly negative but not a bad thing is is obviously we're not sat in a room together doing it now the quality of the audio could be miles better of course it could Obviously, Johnston, you're dialing in and I'm doing it from my setup that I have. Obviously, that could be improved down the line. But me and Johnston, we don't live together. We don't live near each other. So it's difficult. Now, we try the best post-editing to get the most quality out of the episodes. So I've not really heard too much of complaints for people, to be honest. Most people are really enjoying it and they can clearly hear it and they're not having any issues with it. And of course, when you're doing the editing for it, the editing is such a bitch. It is the worst part of, of, of doing a podcast where you don't have a production team behind you. We, we have we have you that go, Johnson that goes and does all the, does the research and we share the research between one another prior to the episodes. And then I do all the post-editing. And I'm telling you now, if you're ever thinking about starting a podcast up, be prepared to put some time in because you really have to put some time in. If you want your product to sound good, you've got to put the time in. But the research part of it then, it must you must thoroughly enjoy doing that. That must be really good for, for you, Johnson, because I know when we sit down and we share notes and you give me these stories that I've not heard before, 
and I'm thinking, wow, where have you got this from? I've never heard this before. What what is it? What is it you do? What do you enjoy about the research? For me, when we, when we initially started, they, as you say, they were very short. It was more to do with the fire, and as as it's carried on, I've quite enjoyed looking into whether it be a documentary on YouTube, if a fire's got a, a autobiography, some sort of book out, or someone's wrote a book on them, the articles. And then it's just trying to follow a timeline and then trying to match it all together that so it all makes sense and make sure that the information is correct. That's the one thing I always really try to do. I don't I don't want to be giving anyone any information out if the chances are it's not true. So especially when you read articles, you've got to be careful because you've got to think to yourself, is this just someone's opinion? Um, or has this is this sort of hearsay or has happened? So you've got to try and follow it up and make sure there is something else out there as well to make sure that you know we're, we're not we're not chatting bullshit basically. Um, so the, the information is always there. Um, it is, it is a bit like you used to talk about editing. I mean, God, Sean, it must drive you nuts, especially because I'm phoning in and we do have situations where you now I might be talking now and I had a bit of feedback there, you know, and and sometimes we will mess up on names, especially if I pronounce the name of some of these names. It's actually quite funny. Uh, you must be, you, I'm sure you've heard several things that you've had to cut out there where uh, it's literally because we've, uh, yeah, we've, we've completely destroyed someone's name, mainly <laughs> me. Um, and, and I think that, must, <laughs> I mean, it must be quite funny for you. I mean, we, we could probably do well and just leave everything in. It wouldn't be as much of a smooth listen, but it probably would be quite funny. We we do make odd mistakes, and it is literally we had like you you do the editing, Sean, and 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 just just for the people to know that when you do the editing, it's not because there's certain things we say and we're like oh, we got to take that out. It's never that. It's more to do with you know whether it was a bit of sound quality, a bit of background noise, because as you say, I am just calling him, and it's it, it can be really tricky. But you know the equipment you've got there, and the amount of effort you put in and getting all the sound bites in it. it really is uh, you know a massive pat on the back to you Sean because the quality when I, I listen back when I get the time and I listen back to them it's great I mean that's the other thing we spend a lot of time doing research for the next one that once you've edited done all your editing part of it and you release it it's so difficult to be able to find yourself a bit of time to be able to actually listen back and see what it's like but it's something we definitely you know I'll make sure I try to do because we've got to make it better so Again, if there's anyone out there that, that does listen to it, listen in and thinks, you know, maybe you need to change this, that, and the other, please do. I mean, the one thing in the early stage, I think we've done Watson Ben, um, and I think I, I said that, did I say that you bank weight fought at a different weight, and someone actually <laughs> came in and told us that no, it wasn't like every weight, it was cruiser weight, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> we made a couple of errors on that one, but again, you know, that's why again when we do our research, we just sometimes it's just a slip of the tongue kind of thing or a, a mistyped word these things happen. We don't have a team. It's literally me and Sean that are doing this and we want to make it as the best we can possibly make it and make it a good listen for you guys. So we are working hard to make sure that you get that in the next season. Well, the thing is, we've done 30 episodes now and from where it is, from where it was to where it is, for me, I'm proud of it. The editing is hard. Yeah, we're not taking out bits of content because the content, you know, is fine. And the, the people that are listening usually feed that back. And you guys that are listening do feed back to us. Obviously, we, we thoroughly appreciate it. For those that maybe haven't or 
you know, don't feel like they need to give us any feedback. I mean, if there's any anything you think we could do better, then of course let us know. You know, we're not we're not going to take it offensively because at the end of the day, we're two guys, our boxing fans, that have a day job and do this as a hobby. We love doing it. We would. The thing is, we'd love to do it more permanently. I'm sure if yeah. big sponsor came along and said to said to me and Johnston, I'm sure if they said to us, right, we'll pay you X amount of pounds. And we could live comfortably in our normal daily family lives and support our families and our children, but yet do this for a living. I'd snap the hand off for it. Absolutely, I'd snap the hand off ten times over to do it. But at the end of the day, like most people that get into the boxing media industry, a lot of it is just hobby. A lot of it is just people wanting to satisfy other boxing fans by giving them something that they'll really enjoy. And I think we've done that. I mean, I'm not being biased or big-headed when I say it. I do think we've done it, and I think the numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Subscribers don't lie, and the amount of feedback we get doesn't lie. The only thing that I wish people would do more is obviously rate us a little bit more on Apple Podcasts because the algorithms that apple use go off the amount of ratings and the amount of reviews and that really helps it go straight up to the top of the charts that's how the main btr boxing podcast feed goes to number one every month or so because it's getting so many amount of listens against so many amount of ratings and reviews and it all comes together and it makes for that perfect pot of success for us now eventually to take this to the next level of course the biggest thing we would need is support, really. So if anybody that's listening to the episode that, you know, maybe has a, a small business or, or, or as part of a larger business and you've really thoroughly enjoyed listening to the series, then come and support us. And when I say support us, I mean the things we have to do to keep this podcast going is we obviously we have to host it. Now, to host it, we have to pay a fee. Now, that fee is a monthly fee to host the podcast. Now, if we could have that fee covered, that would cover not only Legendary Nights, but it'd cover all the other podcasts we run as well. And it would be a little bit of financial pressure off us and give us more of, a, a, you know, time to put in to be able to produce more episodes. Because like what we, me and Johnson have been saying, Johnson goes and does the research. could take him two hours, three hours, four hours, just for one episode, maybe longer. But for me, it's also the same. It could take me two to three to four hours sometimes to actually edit an episode. Not because I need to keep taking bits of content out, mainly because either we've we've butchered a name or there's a lot of <laughs> erms and ahs and background noise and all the rest of it. And obviously the quality of, of the software that I use is good enough to get rid of all that. So it can take a lot of time to do it. And I think that's what people need to understand when, when you do a podcast. There's a lot more that goes into it than just basically two guys sitting on the phone recording. At the end of the day, if we didn't edit it, I don't think you'd have as smooth of a listen. And if I didn't add any sound bites into the episodes, I don't think it'd make as, as good of a package personally. And that's just me personally speaking. But I mean, we thoroughly enjoy doing it. So if anybody genuinely wants to sponsor either just this individual podcast or the actual network of podcasts then please drop us a line let us know on twitter or send us an email to beyond the rope boxing podcast at gmail.com because genuinely it's not a massive fee that we pay on a monthly basis it really isn't between me and johnston it's covered but it'd be nice if a business covered it and what you'd get in return is a full plethora of podcasts for us to advertise your company on so if you've got a company or a product that you think we could advertise on the episode for you then this is the perfect opportunity right now while we finish the season before we jump into season two and whilst we're running the other podcasts this would be the perfect opportunity for us because it'd take that pressure off us of course so anybody out there if you're hearing it and you're thinking 
you know, actually maybe I could help these guys out a little bit, then please do it. It really would truly help us. It would give us that extra bit of support to be able to keep pushing on. And, and the money that we save ourselves from having to pay for the, the fees of hosting it would then go towards making the product a better product overall. And that's basically what we're going to try and do with it on, on the long term. So I'm not going to bore you off for much longer on that side of things. What I wanted to do is go into a bit of fun facts. Now, Johnson, I know you've always come armed with, with facts and, and fun bits of information. So you've been putting a little bit of statistical information together across the 30 episodes. And I'm going to let you read it out and tell the listeners what we've done over the course of them 30 episodes. Yes, the, the 30 episodes, uh, I've, I've looked at it in a decade basis and a weight category, so just, just an in, of interest. So one fight in the 1930s was Joe Lewis and Max Schmeling, uh, their second fight. And then we have, we've had nothing in the 40s. And then in the 50s, we had the St. Valentine's Massacre with Robinson and Lamar. And in the 70s, we had quite a few involving the, the, the Magnificent Three with... Arlie, Frazier and Foreman with the Rumble in the Jungle and Fulminia. And obviously Holmes Norton, which was our last one. So the 80s was all about Hagler, Hearns, uh, Leonard, Duran. Uh, dominated it with Pryor and Aguero in there. And then a, a nice little featherweight fight with Pedroza and McGuigan. Um, and then in the 90s, it was all about Holyfield, Lewis, Tyson and Bo. Um, and on a domestic front, obviously, Ben, Watson and Eubank with McKellen in there as well, and Hamid obviously, and as Hamid against Kevin Kelly, and then the the noughties was again you had the Lewis Ratman fight, and then you had Froch Taylor, Calzaghi Lazy, and more Mackley and Gat, Gatti and Ward and Zoo and Hatton, Carellas, Castillo. I mean, it's an endless, fantastic list, and uh, Morellas, Pereira, Marquez, Vasquez, and in 2010s it was Froch Groves, which is our first one we did. Caro Margarito, Pacquiao, Marquez, and Murray Mitchell. So, interestingly, uh, over the decade as a whole, you can break, you basically get the idea that uh, it was the noughties. The noughties, we had nine episodes in uh, for that decade. We had seven in the 1990s, and then five in the 1980s. So, they were the three eras or the three decades uh, we've covered more on. Um, looking at it in the weight aspect, um, weights is always the one I mean the heavyweight is always the king isn't it and uh, the heavyweights are going well the rest seems to and we've had eight heavyweight fights um, out of the 30 and the next best weight is the middleweight and then the super middleweight um, ironically we've never had a cruiserweight fight we've never had a light heavyweight fight so that's something think we need to probably look at for the new season we've only had a couple at super lightweight uh, a couple at lightweight a couple at featherweight and super bantamweight World weight was only the three, so it's just interesting to see how it's worked. So it seems to be the noughties and the heavyweight that seem to stand out as where most people would vote when we do our polls. I mean, the early fights were fights that we actually chose ourselves on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we did. We did start off by choosing a few of them ourselves, and then obviously we came together with the idea of letting people vote for it, and people on Twitter voted for quite a lot of them. And then as that sort of went on, we started to get more recommendations for fights, and that's kind of how it's all come about, really. And obviously, 
we've started to pick our own now and again but we've liked the fact that people have been able to engage on the twitter account which was obviously set up at the start of 2020 we had the twitter account that got set up and that's kind of what's really really helped build upon what we was doing obviously separating the podcasts and putting them all in their own individual feeds and setting the twitter accounts up and building following up on there as well and obviously it's been really good and if you've not followed it on twitter it's at legend now pod uh facebook's the btr boxing podcast network you can give it a follow on there and you can look at all the latest episodes from all the latest series i think what, what i know from yourself johnston is the the, the age-old question about all the episodes that we've done which one has been truly your favorite one to cover in terms of the fight the build-up the aftermath what's been your most favorite out of the 30 episodes we've done this season if if, if we throw in the build-up as well as the fight i think Hagler hearns is, is, was just a, a brilliant one to do and that mysterious tour that um, they had with the airplane was there. <laughs> uh, it was brilliant to watch and, and Tommy has his story about Duran. That was definitely one of our favourites. And then the other one is, is Twyra and Arguello 1. They're, 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 we did the tell. That's the other thing. Is, oh, we, we used to pick just the one fight. We, that's why we got Ben Newbank 1. We, have, we didn't really go into the second one. Whereas now what we tend to do is we'll have the tail of and we will pick the best fight but we will speak about whether it be two or three of them. Um, that's another development that we've we've actually moved into. But I think the tale of Arguello uh, prior was was another brilliant one with, with the, the Sardinist the, the Sardiniston information in there and and prior failed attempts uh, the fights with Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran. I thought those two for me were. were I mean, they, they, I mean, we're talking about thirty years and they've all got great elements. But as a package, I would say that. They were the two that I really enjoyed looking into, and 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 uh, the other one is Hagler Leonard as well. Um, the information with Leonard and the sparring beforehand, which is stuff I didn't really know. Um, so yeah, it's it's nice to be able to find these little. I mean, we do with all of them. That's one thing we we do try to do is make sure we get a story in there no one's ever heard of. Um, but yeah, that those three for me were, were definitely my my picks if I was to pick out these these thirty great pods or great episodes on this pod. Well mine is I've only gone for the one and I've only sat and thought about it and gone, you know, which one have I really thoroughly enjoyed putting together with you? Which one has really resonated with me? Which one have I, I looked back on and I thought, you know, I've really thoroughly enjoyed this one. The one that I've enjoyed the most was uh, Muhammad Ali George Foreman. That, that, the Rumble in the Jungle was the episode that I've thoroughly enjoyed. That's the really? best episode we've done, I think, personally, for for the Legendary Night Season 1. I just loved all the tales behind it. Because, obviously, they'd brought film out about it years ago. You know, going back and watching that film in preparation for this podcast episode was... It just... It really brought it back again of how significant that fire was how big it was obviously you had president mabusa who was bloody killing people and burying them under the bleeding stadium where they were fighting in and, and putting all the prisoners and locking them away so the you know the crime it was going to be crime free when all the journalists and the world was watching them and you know all that type of shit that you get to hear about is just it, it sends your head a little bit west at times when you walk when you're, when you're reading through it and you're going through all the information and you think to yourself wow what I would give to have lived through that particular fight, to to have even been there for that particular fight, to see what essentially people thought was going to be a one-sided beatdown and Ali was going to be on the receiving end of it and for him to go and do what he did in that fight against Foreman, you know, infamous and legendary and, and that's why it forms part of 
the legendary night series that's the one i've really enjoyed but i'll tell you what's made some of these episodes more recently for us i say in the past what 15 episodes in the second half of the of the season i think what's really done it is the the promo work i think the promo work that we've had for social media has been amazing and again We've not paid anybody to do that. Johnson, you've been doing all the so- all the social promo work in terms of putting these little clips together and putting these videos together. And the one that sticked out for me was the Hagler Hearns one. You put it together so well and so many people commented on, on that promo video. You literally put together your own 1980s promo video. You literally did it and you used <laughs> pu- Push It to the Limit yeah. from Scarface as the uh, as the soundtrack to it and it just went so well. And from there, really, I've loved all the videos that have gone out on social media. I've loved them and they've all been produced by you. You've produced them all. Nobody else has done it. So if the listeners are thinking, yeah, yeah I like these videos, these kind of get me hyped for it. Well, that's actually what we wanted. We wanted to be hyped for it. We wanted, wanted to feel like, wow, I've watched this promo. I'm going to go and listen to this episode and then I'm going to go watch this fight. Mate, I'll tell you what, absolutely fantastic. Spot on 100%. I love the promo work. It's what's really transcended the the overall package of the podcast to the next level. And I hope that you as the listener that's listening to the wrap-up episode, I hope you've appreciated that because it takes a lot of work. It really does. I know, Johnson, you sit there, you're getting all the videos, you're clipping them all together. Creatively, you've got to be so spot on. You've got to be so spot on with it and you it can be so niggly at times to put together. But honestly, the videos, the development of it has been really, really good. I've thoroughly enjoyed seeing that. But yeah, going back to my original point, my favourite one to actually do as an overall package was the Rumble in the Jungle. Has there been anyone's that you've also enjoyed maybe maybe say the british fights that we've done which has been the favorite one that you've done that's been a british fight Fotch groves was always was one a great one because of the fact that it was the first one we ever did together so it's, it's always a good one to look at and and use as a benchmark really because we really didn't put any significant information in that it was just literally off the baton of what we knew about these two fighters and witnessing the fight and we, we were around for the build-up so it was run off the top of our heads and the progression. So, uh, But I mean, that is, because of the significance of the fight, it's always a great one. But in terms of, if I was to pick a domestic tear-up, the, the best for me that we've done is, is Ben Newbank. And, and I mean, we've only done Ben Newbank once. We skimmed into the second because we, we I remember listening to it a few months back and, and we were saying we would do a second and maybe that's when we could look at again, maybe touch on get a few more background information on that because, I mean, Ben Eubank was just the pinnacle for me as, as, as a youngster at the time as well. And uh, that was that was great fun to do. How about you, Sean? The best, uh, well, I wouldn't say the best domestic one or such. I'd say the one that's involved a British fighter, the one that I've enjoyed the most covering was, right. was two, well, there's two of them. I'll say there's two of them. One of them is Nazim Hamid, Kevin Kelly, because I lived through that fight and I remember the fight very clearly. And then to do all the build-up stuff with it as well and the, and the way we put it together, I really enjoyed the end product for it. And it even got really good attention from guys like Doug Fisher from The Ring magazine, the editor of The Ring magazine, retweeting our stuff on social media. It was quite a big thrill for us because, you know, this guy's been in boxing media for God knows how long, what, 20 years at least, maybe 25. And, you know, wow. the, guy, the guy knows so much about the sport. He's seen it all. And for him to look at the sort of content we've put out and follow us on social media and, and retweet some of the stuff, you know, is he, is he listening to it? I wonder. I mean, I've never heard anything from him, but I wonder if he's actually listened to some of the episodes and, you know, he actually dines out on some of this stuff that we're, that we're doing. So, you know, it's nice to see that some of these higher profile people are, 
uh, retweeting this stuff and obviously like things like Macklemore you know both of them was retweeting it and even there was a couple of local actors that was retweeting that episode as well so that type of reaction to to it was really good so Naz and Kevin Kelly was the one that I really enjoyed but the second one that really got me going was was Frotch Taylor and I think it was more so the way that fight ended and the commentary the commentary was what did it for me and the soundbite that I stuck in for that episode of the show I think it was Showtime and the commentator on Showtime going absolutely ballistic when Frotch is going to town on Taylor and it just even listening back to it now it still makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up because I think fucking hell I remember this I remember how how much of a battle this was and, and how close Frotch was to lose it at this moment in time as well. So that was one of my other favourites that I've really, really thoroughly enjoyed. So I think I want to wrap the episode up now. Wrap wrap up the wrap-up is what we want to do and and really just discuss what's going to happen going forward. So we're going to have a break from Legendary Nights now for a couple of months, probably two to three months really, so that we can focus on some of the other series that we're doing. The Darker Side of Boxing, you know, being one of the favourite ones that we're really enjoying recording and that people that are listening to are really enjoying because we're getting some amazing feedback on that. We've got the Career Profiles podcast and obviously with boxing actually coming back into the foray because of COVID-19 causing a lot of things to stop in the world, we're going to get more fight previews and reviews. So you're going to get some more unfiltered and no biased podcast from ourselves coming where we talk about some of this stuff and you know give the criticism to the fighters where it needs it and give the praise to the fighters where it needs it so legendary nights will come back probably in the autumn and it will come back for a second season we will start doing polls again for it and we will start getting some fights listed ready to go and we will look at making some improvements for the series as well but if anybody's got any suggestions of course to, to how you'd like to see season two play out then just please let us know drop us a dm if you don't want to tweet us you can drop us a dm to the legendary knights twitter inbox or you can drop a message on the facebook page any of them will be fine uh email address we've given it you as well please anything you want to you want to see there for season two we're more than happy to to listen to that and we're more than happy to get your recommendations in because at the end of the day we're doing it we're doing it for you we're not just doing it for ourselves because we enjoy it we're doing it because we know you as a listener, you enjoy it. You enjoy listening to it. The numbers tell us that. The feedback tells us that. So we know that we're producing some decent stuff and it's developed. And I just want to say thank you to everybody, really, that's listened from day one and probably heard everything we've spoke about on the episode. We've heard all the developments. We've heard the way it's developed and gone into a better better series. And please, support us. That's the biggest thing you can do is support us by sharing it on social media rating it and reviewing it these are absolutely key we're not asking you at this point for any money we're just asking you to support us on social media because whenever a new idea comes out and a niche comes out unfortunately you get mainstream media that decide to follow suit and and, and lap up the idea of things like legendary nights and it did recently unfortunately happened to us we obviously had the legendary nights going for what 10 months before the bbc decided to release their own version uh, called the greatest fights which is not exactly the same as what we do but it's kind of similar and they had the the platform to be able to actually get some of these fighters to sit back with them and and watch some of these fights but i think for me personally i get the thrill of doing the way we do it telling stories and putting things together in a storytelling manner and i think that's what i get the thrill out of it for so if you're going to do anything after listening to this podcast just make sure you support us just whatever way you can do it support us because it really really gives us the inspiration to keep going so thank you very much for that, guys. And Johnson, I'll let you have the final word on season one of the wrap-up episode. It's been 
brilliant. Um, I'm hoping that we get more Don King stories. You know, that Mr. Slippery. You know, I want I want more uh, cases, suitcases worth of uh, hundred dollar bills in. I want to. I love those stories. That Adam Rapman story and that 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 dark hotel with a bit of Vegas. <laughs> Just oh, crazy man. stories like that and. And the the you know the the, the suitcase of money give to Larry Holmes and ah oh, that uh, you know although you know Don King is is a dodgy bastard he's some of the stories that you can get out of that man is 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 brilliant yeah so so more of I don't know Marquez drinking his own piss I love all them stories <laughs> you know <laughs> just to try and get I don't know to give him the edge that that is what for me makes at times this legendary night like you mentioned Harry Kelly. Nazi Hamid with a with a fouled entrance not coming out when it was supposed to uh, burn up. There's a sheet had to burn through it. All these little ligative stories that you you don't tend to notice or people just don't tend to put out there that I find really funny. And I mean Holmes, Holmes Norton and Don King features prominently in that. Uh, with another great story that Sean tells. So I just want more of that. I mean we need more of that information and it just keeps it fresh. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep doing the best we possibly can and hopefully we get people like Barry McGuigan that contacted us personally and, and yep, sent us a did. message and, and give us great feedback so you know we will do whatever we can do to make this the go-to legendary nights and not someone else on, on the BBC for you <laughs> listeners and hopefully we can get some new listeners and as I say we'll do our best and we, we just uh, want to keep telling you the stories and hopefully giving you the inspiration to go and watch these fights because that is the be all and end all of it and picking up a book and reading about a certain fire. Um, I'm telling you, it is good fun when you actually get the time to do it during lockdown, which we've done and, and then more of that place. I just, that's what I'm looking forward to and we'll just try and somehow we'll, we'll figure out a way over the next couple of months to try and freshen it up. Oh, absolutely! It's been a pleasure. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it and Thanks. obviously, obviously we're not going to, we're not going to drag out season two the way we've dragged out season one. Of course, we know we've had our reasons for that and we've we've already sort of talked about what we're going to do for season two. Um, we're probably going to limit it to a certain amount of episodes. We're not going to drag it out over the course of one year. We're going to try and make it so that we can do it where a legendary night gets released on a weekly basis and it runs for a certain amount of episodes and then you've got one coming out every week. That's the one criticism I'd have of ourselves is not having the ability to be able to actually release a legendary night every single week and, and obviously that's down to the time that we have to put in to do everything that we've explained on the episode so what we're going to look at going forward is condensing it down into a certain amount of episodes obviously getting your interaction as a listener for the best fights to put out on there but then making sure that you've got something every week to listen to and then obviously when when that series is finished you'll move on to say career profiles or dark side of boxing and and that's kind of the way we want to go with everything and, and utilize the time as best we can so all I'll say is, again, once more, thank you for all the support you've given us over the past 12 months. Thank you to everybody that's been involved with the Legendary Night series. To everybody that's retweeted it, that's liked it, that's commented on it, that's rated, that's reviewed it. Thank you, because it's made our day. It's made our last 12 months really enjoyable to, to put all that time in. I mean, probably hundreds of hours were put into it. And it's just time that you can never get back. Time is priceless in my eyes, but we enjoy doing it because we know you love it. So thank you very much. And that concludes this episode 
Come back to us for season two in the autumn. We'll make sure we let you all know when that's going to be. We'll put it out on social media. A huge thank you to everybody. A huge thank you to obviously yourself, Johnston, for coming on board and, and making this what it is with myself. It's been an absolutely fantastic series. Thank you to everybody for listening. We'll see you in the fall for season two of Legendary Nights. And right now, Thomas Hearns is an open book for Ray Leonard. Backs up against the ropes. This is one of the most unusual calls by a referee in the history of the sport. The first loss. A tremendous victory. Leonard fighting off the ropes. It happened. It happened. Number cut by Douglas. Down goes Tyson. Hooks it. Right hand shot. Excellent. Knocks out by Tyson. Slumps to the canvas. The champion struggles to stay on his feet. How do you like it? Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.